This is Shaped for Law, a podcast series that plugs you into the world of legal technology. Join host David Fazakali, CIO of CTS, as he covers news and trends shaping the legal industry. Hi, my name is David Fazakali. I'm the CIO at CTS, and this is our podcast series called Shaped for Law. It's an audience with, and today it's an audience with Patrick Hurley, Vice President of Global Speciality Support at Thomson Reuters. Welcome, Patrick. It's good to see you. Thank you very much for having me, David. I'm a pleasure to be here. Fantastic. So, Patrick, here we are in your offices at Canary Wharf, and uh, it's great to be back because you you, you remember that I, uh, everyone else won't know, but I used to live here in the Canary Wharf estate um, and uh, for the last sort of 10 years, and so we, we got to see each other a, a bit, and I was uh, turning my brain to when we last met, and, uh, and then I remembered that I was your chauffeur. That you were, yes. Thank you very much. Yes, very yes. gracious of you, although I don't think you finished your job. Yeah, yeah. well, that was the second thing that occurred to me, that I picked you up and took you to the event. I think it was a Brands Hatch event with uh, your very own Simon Clark uh, racing the Porsche. They're doing very well winning from from what I remember, did, and we're yeah. all cheering him on, which was great. Yeah, I took you all the way, all the way obviously, to the event, but then chucked you off at a station, train station on the way home because I had to go on holiday and I was on the way to Heathrow. So I apologise once again for only doing, yeah, you know, yeah. not quite a full job, but you were, you, 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 I think you were just pleased just to, to get to the station and uh, you were very forgiving. So uh, <laughs> no, you, you get what you pay for in chauffeur seats. So oh, 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 thank you very much. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's right. You've never asked me again. Uh, um, that, uh, but uh, no, it's good to it's good to be back here in uh, uh, Canary Wharf, and um, so. Before we sort of get into some um, uh, topics, um, let's explain your job title, right? Everyone knows what a vice president is. Very important person. Okay, that's great. We know that bit. Global speciality support. So uh, just explain that in your role uh, to us a little bit. Sure. So so, uh, my team um, does uh, technical and product support for the Thomson Reuters solutions that um, require significant amount of product, domain, or technical expertise to support. So, um, you know, not, not, not products that, um, you know, you could hire someone off the street and give them a week of training right. and they'd be on the phones. But, you know, they need to be lawyers or CPAs or developers, uh, um, varying solutions across, across Thomson Reuters, um, including things like 3E and, and HiQ in the, in the... So it sounds like quite a broad range of responsibilities, actually. Very broad. <laughs> So let, let's 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 get into it, and I'm going to mention the dreaded C word, COVID. Tr- okay, yes, let's get in there. Quite I mean there. COVID, Patrick. Um, what I don't want to do, and I've tried not to do this in the other podcast series, I'm not interested in rehashing the last two years. We've all we, we've all had that. I'm interested in the the here and now, um, but I am interested in what is different to Thomson Reuters as a result of that COVID experiences. What's changed? What is different in your world or what has happened, you know, as a result of what's gone on with clients and what's had to go on at TR? Describe today and, and, and the, the immediate future as a result of um, these recent experiences. Yeah, um, it's, really, it's a really interesting question because we don't know, you know, we all know the world has changed a lot in the last couple of years and, and is still changing. And what will it be, you know? When we look back on the, these these couple of years, ten years from now, what what long lasting changes um, you know have stuck? Will have stuck? Will have will have um, lasted? And uh, you know, it will be different in some way that we don't we haven't yet predicted. But I think right. what um, we've seen 
absolutely is that the sort of instant um, everybody work from home remotely yeah. all over the place um, accelerated people's comfort um, with the idea of the cloud of you know, data being anywhere, people working from anywhere, servers being anywhere, you know, the location of your computer, of your database, of, of you yourself um, became irrelevant uh, very, very quickly. And that, of course, that technology was around yeah. um, you know, many years before. Yeah. And many other industries and sectors sure. had jumped on board sure. uh, or, or elevated themselves into the cloud. Yeah. A little earlier, but but it was a, a an accelerator for lawyers. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, needs must. Everybody yeah. you know had to do it, and suddenly uh, you know people realized it's actually um, quite efficient and safe uh, from a security and data privacy perspective. And um, you know the 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 technology is there to support us. Um, so I think so. The move to the cloud um, in all, uh, all 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 manner of of Solutions and software, um, I think law firms are um, much, 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 much more comfortable now than they yeah. were two years ago. And, 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 and you're right, it's not just infrastructure, it's software, it's solutions, it's the whole, it's the whole, it's the whole gambit. Yeah. You used a word there, which <clears throat> I've not heard used before, but I think it is very relevant. You used the word comfort. Mm-hmm. And I actually think that's spot on, is that actually lawyers became comfortable yeah. with this stuff. They, first, they were they, they, skeptical, but then they had no choice. Mm-hmm. Then it was like, oh, it works. Oh, actually, I kind of like the way this works. This this is bet- maybe better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it has it has it has upsides. And then they got to that point of comfort. And I think once they're at the point of comfort, I don't know if you agree with me, they are now more open to other stuff because maybe their critical or cynical nature on change. Uh, is a little reduced. I I think you're right. I think um, you know just there's there's more people are more self sufficient technologically. They've managed their their home office themselves with with somebody maybe helping them from an IT you know support perspective from their own home. Yes. <laughs> Who knows where? Um, they're not as reliant on um, you know somebody right outside their door. Um, they become more self-reliant, exactly. Yeah, because they've had to, and the, the the tech and other things has allowed them to. Yeah. Yeah. So that comfort comes there. Okay. Let's um, let's let's continue to look ahead. So let's let's, let's sort of moving forward. I'm I'm very curious. What is the you know I'm a bit of a geek, bit of a Star Trek fan. They call it the Prime Directive. Well, I'm interested in Thomson Reuters. Prime directive or prime strategy, if you like, in this next period of time, sort of in the marketplace. What's what what's TR in this next phase all about? What's your prime directive or strategy? <laughs> well, um, that's uh, quite quite a question, and of course, my role is not to define Thompson Reuters strategy, right. um, but I'll give you. I mean, I'll give you two key kind of platforms of all of the all of the stuff that. that that, that we're working on and, and are doing, and one of course is 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 the cloud. You know, that right. Everything is is moving that way, um, and that's across all industries, not just not just legal. Um, and and the other is the concept, I think, of of open platforms um, right. and the ability to connect um, with you know a partner ecosystem with your, your you know your clients' clients uh, via APIs and an open architecture that just the systems talking to each other. Um, 
in an open and easy uh, to configure uh, manner. I think that's that's the way of the future. I think, I mean, you know, that that's normally music to a CIO's ears um, um, because what we want is our our partners and our solutions to interact, to interface, to talk without the need for heavy coding, without the need for solving a problem of how do you get this over here to talk to that over there because we want to share that data, we want to share that information. And I, I, I would suggest, then, and this is just my experience, that you know, over the last 15 years, that's been a challenge in, for, for all firms with all partners of all, all different flavors. So to hear you say that actually one of your one of the important things that, 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 that you're focusing on at the moment across your various and numerous solutions is an open architecture for that very purpose. Uh, and I suppose I'd be right in saying, you know, you've got a, you've got a lot of stuff in the cabinet. Thomson Reuters has a lot of software solutions, you know, um, some you've built yourself, some you've acquired and uh, some, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I suppose your, your open architecture amongst yourself is just as important as the open architecture APIs and interfaces with everyone else. Absolutely. Yeah. What, uh, what works for us, um, we can um, make work for our customers and, and vice versa. So, yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. So, Patrick, we've been talking, you know, very, very much about sort of TR focus at the moment. Um, we're going to move the focus a little bit to, to our client base um, and actually not IT people. No disrespect to the <laughs> IT people listening in, um, I'm talking about um, the lawyers, mm. the solicitors, the, the support staff, the law firms as, you know, our, our mutual clients, actually. What do you think, what's, what's TR's take on what is, at the moment, most important to lawyers and law firms? Well, I would, if I might expand that, not just to law sure. firms, but to lawyers practicing in government or sure. in, in private sector, in house counsel. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think lawyers, uh, you know, go to law school and, and study for years and years because they love to practice law. Right. Um, but all of those jobs, whether you work in a law firm or in house counsel or government, come with a lot of bureaucracy and tasks and administrivia. Yeah. And systems that they have to log into and passwords they have to remember and clicks to do, you know, um, time entry or billing or, you know, reserve a conference room, whatever it is, um, uh, talk to their clients um, uh, rather than just practice law. So anything that we can do to remove that, that extra stuff, the, yeah. the, the boring stuff that comes with any job, anything we can do to... Um, to, to re reduce the number of clicks, to reduce the number of systems that you have to log into, to make it easier and easier and easier to 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 get to get the noise out of the way and just practice law. I think um, I'll use the word drudgery. Well, because be, because um, and it's not trying to be disrespectful for, yeah. to people in roles, but you know, and I've heard you. It's interesting that you're saying you're you're, you're hearing that and you're focused on that as a supplier. When I when I've been on the client side. You get it internally from <laughs> from the staff going. Sure. Why do I? Why does it take me fifteen clicks just to do that? I don't understand it because guess what? It's always the same answers. I I always say yes to that. I always click that. I always have to do that because I'm doing this job and it's always the same. But I have to do fourteen or fifteen things just to get that. And really, I just want to be able to say at the beginning, this is the standard thing, <laughs> and it just does the fifteen things. You know why? 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 And the answer is normally. 
um, either because, well, the way this, the software is written is it's asking you just at, the, at those times to confirm those things, or perhaps even an internal developer has uh, working with, uh, you know, risk and compliance, I'm not going to go risk and compliance people internally in law firms. Sometimes you overcomplicate the process. Sometimes you over-engineer it. Yeah. Uh, for all the right reasons at the beginning, it's all it's always to be safe. It's always to be compliance. It's always to... But, but what, what you end up with sometimes is, this is really complicated and getting in the way of what you just said. I just want to practice law. Yeah. I just, I'm a lawyer. I want to spend time with the client. I want to spend time researching. I want to spend time thinking. I want to come up with the answers and I want my solutions just to do what they're meant to do without getting in the way or without my secretary screaming at me all the time because it, it, it takes them all that time to do it. So so go, going back to what you said about it is about practicing law. So I'm, I'm, I don't want to put words in your mouth. So is, is it that TR is very aware that that's what all flavor of legal practice wants and that that's important when it comes to solution and software design? Very much so, very much so. And, and, and the user experience of, of our solutions is paramount to, to that. It has, they have to be intuitive. They have to have, uh, they have to be easy. They have to be, you know, the least amount of clicks. Um, so that the lawyers, um, and, and other practitioners and other, other professionals in, in law firms and corporations and, and government, um, you know, get to do the, the things that they're paid to do, not, not the, to use your term, drudgery. Yeah. And, and there's other reasons I can think of why, well, there's lots of reasons, but the one big word that's jumping out of my brain right now is you're giving or trying to do things that give lawyers back that most precious of things, time. <laughs> and time to do more legal stuff, yeah. time to spend more time with sort of clients. So how engaged do you get at Thomson Reuters in, in, in supporting clients and their clients? And, you know, because ultimately that's what we're doing for, for, for lawyers, isn't it? Is to give them solutions, give them times so that they can spend more time with sort of clients. Um, you know, what's, how is that driven within, uh, you know, Thomson Reuters and your sort of thinking and philosophies and things? Yeah, I think it's, it's a core uh, tenet to, to our overall legal tech uh, strategy, our legal platform um, strategy, which includes, you know, the IQ acquisition, which yep. is all about a law firm's clients right. um, and making more of our solutions integrate uh, well with IQ. Um, and that's the online presence of them, right, isn't it? That, that connecting to your client online digitally. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so it's that digital connection process with your client, which in itself can cut out and should cut out a lot of, you know, the, the paper and the process and yeah. the various bits and pieces by, by streamlining that interaction. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, to mention the, the dreaded, dreaded COVID word, it was an accelerator that actually pushed more firms into the uh, direction of portals I've had experience with portals in firms where before COVID, um, where we did it because we believed uh, we, we believed we were forward thinking and, and uh, we were a bit prescient given what happened uh, with COVID, but to, that, that clients will want to interact with us like they interact with lots of other things they do in their lives with their insurance companies and uh, with their online subscriptions and uh, their online shopping. Um, Clients are well used to online technology. This is not news to them. But they're ten years in. Yeah. You know, they begin to wonder why law firms, uh, why it's so hard to work with them. Um, so, 
again, the grade accelerator to, 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 towards that. So would you say that um, TR is quite focused on that digital online journey with their solutions because of, of your clients' clients? Um, I think anything that makes the legal ecosystem um, more efficient and um, run better, which includes a law firm's relationship with its clients, yes. um, that's what we're all about. Now, Patrick, I've known you um, quite a while. I've known Thompson Reuters quite a while. Um, I've been a client twice, and I've been on the supply side with different companies twice, but always with Thomson Reuters either as a partner or as a supplier. Um, and it's about 15 years now, I was, with, without, without break actually, in various different guises. And so I've seen the uh, evolution of Thomson Reuters over those periods of time. And, and you've always been here, and, and I, you know, I'm not to embarrass you, but how long have you been at, <laughs> how long have you been at Thomson Reuters? Uh, 29 years. Wow. Okay, twenty nine years. So, and you had, and you had always seen you around, and that that, that 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 explains it. It's double the amount of time I've had in a relationship. So, I was about to say, well, I will say, I've seen a lot change over the fifteen years in legal across the whole set, and I've seen Thomson Reuters evolve and grow through that period of time. You've been here almost double that uh, amount of time, so you must have seen an awful lot of change. I just wonder, um, you know. Whether you could highlight for us some of the biggies over those years that uh, in your life at TR, some of the you know, the momentous sort of changes, the ones that stand out, and maybe then you know we'll talk a little bit about you know what 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 it's like today compared to maybe back then. <laughs> oh, okay. So um, uh, back in my memory bank, I mean the biggest you know this was going way back. The biggest change uh, shortly after I. S- Started. Um, this is actually pre Thompson Reuters acquisition. When I started with the Elite business, was right. Windows. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, Windows was huge, yeah. um, and then of course uh, uh, web browsers and having a thin client application. Yeah. Um, and then you know the cloud. We you know we as, as an industry have been pushing the cloud for what five ish years now. Yep. Yeah. But as we discussed, it, it you know, it, I think it was the, the, the lockdown and COVID that um, that finally um, was the big push. Which was a big push, and that would, you know, we're just seeing law firm after law firm um, um, ready to commit uh, to putting all of their uh, infrastructure and solutions into the cloud. So, which is which is really exciting. So, this period of time, considering you know, there's been many periods where you've seen big seismic sort of change. This uh, and and I would also say that this uh, has been the most disruptive and accelerated time of um, IT change in, in in the business world as well as people's personal lives and how it affects them in their own yeah. life. So, um, you know, you you're still here after 29 years, so you've not <laughs> gone anywhere. So it must still be interesting to you and uh, exciting to you. Otherwise, you wouldn't you wouldn't have been here as long as you have been. No, absolutely. I I um, am. I constantly surprise myself with how um, you know the, the the constant change and evolution of the market and of the organization. Um, it keeps me it keeps me interested and challenged, and um, and it does sound a bit trite to say, but I think this is the most exciting time in legal technology. Um, uh, you know, right now, um, largely because of the things that we've been talking about. That 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 the world has changed so much. Yeah. 
So there's, 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 there's no time to get bored, and certainly right now it's it, it is quite exciting yeah. because um, and just touching on a point we've already made, I think it's exciting not just because the, the the tech has changed and has moved and accelerated, but because our client base has changed as well, yeah. become exactly. comfortable as you said, and yeah. therefore ready to embrace. It's a virtuous circle. It's a virtuous it? circle, yeah. and it's an important one because yeah. it you know um, legal has been. Uh, Accused by some of being stuck in the, the the dark ages, but I don't think that's true anymore. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think they're avant-garde and sort of pushing beyond other sectors. But they're not also at the back of the queue anymore. That they're, they're right in the sort of thick of it. And I think, I think, actually ready to be a little braver, a little bit more ambitious, uh, to move ahead a little bit more quickly. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh, so, tr up for that challenge and. Uh, with your client base and your new clients and your prospects and all the rest of it, because I think we've got a busy period ahead of us. I agree, 100%. Yep. Well, Patrick, thanks for uh, meeting with us today. We've uh, had a good chat around a, a, a number of subjects. It's always interesting, as you know, I've been speaking to people in the law firms, we're speaking to our partners, because there's always the, the two perspectives on what's going on. It's interesting to see what aligns and, and what is different so far, I've done a number of these. There's a lot of alignment. I think that's probably quite a good thing. Yep, yep. And uh, I do appreciate you, you giving us our time today. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure. So it's been a, a pleasure being here with Patrick Haley, Vice President of Thomson Reuters. This uh, concludes this podcast in our series of audience with uh, leaders in the industry. And I'm David Bazakli checking out now. Thanks for tuning in to the Shaped for Law podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode and picked up useful insights into the world of legal tech. You can catch more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Whilst you're at it, I would greatly appreciate your support by liking, sharing, and leaving a review of this podcast. Until the next time, this is David Bazagli signing off.